0: Shabbat Shalom from the Holy Lands. This week's parsha is Pasha's Kaira, but the theme of this week is really leadership. Yesterday, we culminated Gimel Tammuz, the 29th anniversary of passing of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, And today, this week's parsha, we discuss the coup d'etat, the overthrowing, or well, the attempted overthrow of Myshra Banu by his cousin Kaira. He says, Rav Lady, who do you think you are, Moshe and Arad? Why do you think you deserve better than everyone else? Kulam Kazashim, we're all holy. Lama Kalashem, why do you think you're above everyone else? And the question is asked, why now? Moshe Rabbeinu has been the leader since the Jewish people have left Egypt. It's been many months since the Levim have been running the show in the Mishkan. What makes Karach stand up now and say, Moshe Rabbeinu, you are taking too much for yourself? Then Farshim explained that where the Korach get his inspiration now to stand up against Maishar Benel is after the story with the spies, as we discussed last week. The Jewish people, when they're in the land, they recognize when they're in the desert, they have this understanding that Judaism is spiritual. And from that perspective, it is very obvious in their eyes that Masha and Aaron rise above everyone else. Spiritually, they're far greater, they're far more connected than the rest of the people. But after Pasha Shlach, where it was quite the message of Pasha Shlach, is it doesn't matter how connected and spiritual you are, it's about actually doing the actions. What was the mistake of the spies? The mistake of the spies is that they didn't recognize that going to the land and working in the practicality of mundane earth was what was the most important thing. The point of Judaism is not just discussing speaking about how Shabbos candles are so beautiful and amazing, but lighting the candle in and of itself. They were saying the land is going to swallow us. They were so scared that they would have to be involved in mundane activity. It's so much more important to talk about the power of tzedakah instead of doing it itself. Pasha Shlach is coming to tell you that the most important thing is doing the job. And from Karp's perspective at this point, he looks around and says, well, all the Jewish people are doing the exact same thing and they're all putting on tefillin and they're all lighting Shabbos candles and they're all shaking all and of an eszrak, and they're all sitting in the sukkah. What makes you think you're better? From a spiritual vantage point, I understand why you guys are on a higher level. You speak direct, Moshe spoke to Hashem Panim El Panim. But after the story of the spies, where it was so definite that it wasn't about how spiritually connected you are, but rather your practical? Are you practically doing the mitzvahs? And from Kirch's perspective, even a simple Jew is doing the mitzvahs. So what makes Moshe and Aaron special? What Kirch didn't realize is that there was a space in the middle. There is a vantage point in the middle that changes the story. Now, if you look at the story in of itself, Moshe doesn't actually defend his position. Kirch is swallowed up. The Jewish people continue complaining. They have to, There's a plague, a lot of people are dying. Moshe doesn't explain himself, but he says one word, and the word is care In the morning, you will see why we are the leaders. And the question is that the Rebbe brings, why does it say the word care In the morning. It's interesting when we think about spirituality. Judaism is not just physical and it's not just spiritual because what happens if we go down the lane that Judaism is all about the actions that we are doing, we can come to a vantage point that Judaism is ritualistic and it can become, it can become very mundane and boring. We can say, okay, I dove in, I did the reading from the book, I lit my Shabbos candles, I did everything I had to do. Therefore, I'm on a very high plane. Torah tells us, Pashas Karl is trying to tell us there than in the middle. Judaism is not all about spirituality and just talking about how connected you are. But Judaism is not just about actually being physical. There is a space in the middle. There is a space where by doing the mitzvahs, we are more connected. By learning about the mitzvahs, by feeling inspired by the mitzvahs, it's not enough just to be ritualistic. Parshat Karev is telling us that there has to be a balance. There has to be an understanding that if we just do the rituals, we might forget the reasoning. We might forget the purpose. We might get bored. We might think to ourselves, what am I doing here? We might think to ourselves, okay, I'm doing all the rituals, but I don't feel anything. I don't feel connected. Judaism is just a bunch of do's and don'ts, and it can become monotone, and it can become non-inspiring. Hashem is telling Kaira, no, you've got it wrong. There is a space in between. There is the action, the actus raya, but together with that, there has to be a slight, there has to be a desire, there has to be a wanting. And through having this balance of doing the mitzvahs, but with intention, with purpose, the intention and the purpose is what elevates the mitzvah. The mitzvah is like a bird. Doing the mitzvah is like a bird, but the intention behind the mitzvah is the wings, and the wings make you fly. And who can make a, who can make a bird fly? The Maishra Bain of the generation can make a bird fly. Yes, we are all equal. Yes, we are be all-inspiring. Yes, every single Jew that does a mitzvah is incredible. There is one person that sees you not for who you are, but what you could be. It's interesting. Because everyone knows that the Lubavitcher Rebbe had really high expectations. To 29th anniversary of Gimel Tamas and the Rebbe always expected more. There was never, I can't do this. There was never not enough. In Malachim base, Perak base, there was a story. Eliyahu the prophet is saying goodbye to his student, his disciple and his future, the future leader, Elisha. And as Eliyahu says goodbye to Elisha. He asks him, Ma Esela, what can I do for you? His final call, his final, last final wish that he is giving his student. What do you want from me? I'm going to die. What can I give you? And what does Elisha respond to him? Yehi na alai. Give me a double portion of your spirit on me. And the question is asked. This is Eliyahu, Elisha's final grant from his rabbi, the final thing that he could be able to grasp from his teacher. Why does he ask for a double spirit of Eliyahu? Why doesn't he ask for something else? If anything, why don't I just have the spirit that you have? Why does he ask for a Pishnai? Why does he ask for a double spirit? There's one truth that we have. In Judaism, we don't believe in legacy. Judaism is not a legacy. Judaism is an ever growing, ever compounding, vibracious, vivacious continuum. Judaism only becomes more, only becomes more powerful. Elisha tells Ayahu, Give me a double portion of your spirit. Ensure that your spirit compounds and becomes more and ever present and ever rich. It's been 29 years after Gimel Tammas. And 29 years ago, all the big newspapers were saying Lubavitch is over. What's going to be next? But if you look around the amount of Chabad houses, the amount of Torah learning, the amount of Qasidas, the amount of centers, the amount of programs that has just, I work at a school that next year we're going to have 700 girls joining, the, starting next year from a school that only had a few. And every year we compounds we become more, we become more excited. Elisha asks Eliyahu, ensure that your spirit compounds. Ensure that your spirit becomes more. Karach tells Moshe Rabbeinu, Rav you are too much. Why do you think you're better than anyone else? And what Karach is missing is one key component. What a Moshe Rabbeinu is able to give you is that compounding spirit. Mushra Beno is able to see you and see what you can become. Can see that you are not just X, that X can be compounded. There's a growth element to it. The Mashra, everyone is the same and everyone has a piece of God within them. And everyone is inspiring and all the actions that we do are inspiring, are incredible. However, there is something that a Rebbe has that is above everyone else. The Rebbe, what does the Rebbe do? The Rebbe sees you the way. You wish you saw yourself. The Rebbe sees you and say, oh, you're not just little Hannah from Sydney. You are little Hana from Sydney that can change the world. You can compound. You can grow. You have Pishnai. You have that double spirit. So I bless you all that we look at our leaders and recognize that our leaders are not trying to put us down. Our leaders are there and they're not better than us. Rather, our leaders are the people that see us as the better versions of ourselves that we can be. Wishing you a beautiful Shabbos.